It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Bizarre Dutch TV show challenges men to guess if a woman is pregnant or just chubby. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All righty then, Kevin. Let's hear it. Well, boys, let's go ahead and do it. Today is April 16th, 2021. It is the day before the day that I like to celebrate every single year. I have to celebrate it today because I won't be on the air tomorrow, but I like planning for it a day ahead so that I can really get down with it tomorrow. Tomorrow is Ford Mustang Day. Ford Mustang was first introduced to the world in April of 1964. The World's Fair was in full swing, and this car was Ford's introduction as the car of the future. The introduction of the Mustang also was the introduction of the first pony car. A line of small, sporty cars with sleek lines and an affordable price tag. Back then, it was affordable. Now, a Mustang worth oh so much. They are like gold in this world today. So I ask a question to you boys. Mustang, when I say Mustang, there's two things that come to my head. One, Warren Strong. Warren Strong loves Mustangs nearly as much as I do. I would, wouldn't mind calling Warren just to have a brief moment with Warren to talk Mustangs and then maybe just double check on Frank Varner. Or if we hadn't talked to my mom already, I really wanted to talk to my mom and ask her if she regrets. You know how it is as a parent, Jay. Do you have any regrets with your kid? Of course not. <laughs> All of it was perfect. <laughs> That you get to that point in your life where you look back and you go, you know what? I, I probably and I've said it to my kids. Yeah, I probably could have done that different. Sure. Oh, yes. done, you know, yeah, whatever. That, like I think that's overall common. we did our best, yeah. but we could have done that. In different. the moment, I thought that was right, but looking back, probably could have done it better. I mean, you know, yeah. that's how it works. Slim, you're only a year in, but I, I'm guessing you even have that with a one year old. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I wrestle every day with how much Elmo. Am I allowed to let you watch mm. right now so that I can get work done while your mother and I are trying to do stuff until the work day is over? Yeah. Every day. I, the I answer think the, is a lot. Yeah, the, the correct <laughs> right. answer is as much as you need. That yeah. I, mean, I just feel Within bad reason. every time. I'm like, I know you shouldn't be sitting here. I, I justify it by it always being the alphabet, so hopefully somehow she's learning something. But, man, it's like between 10 and noon, the amount of television that girl gets to watch while her mom and I are working is stupid, and I feel bad about it every time. You're yeah, right, though. It's... It is that you have that fallback of it. At least it's educational TV. I mean, you know, you can always justify right. it. Uh, yeah, like... you got to try to make the most also, of it, Also, right? you're actually working. It's not like you're just parking her in front of it so, you know, you can you know, right. play video games for six hours. I mean, that's she... a little different. She said C the other day when she had a, the, the C toy, oh. a little floated toy in the bathtub. She picked it up and said C, and I, I looked at her, and I started crying and said, Okay, the TV's worth it. It's babe. working, yeah. The TV is working. Told you it's working. See, you're not just letting her sit there and do nothing. You're yeah. being a good dad. So I'm gonna put 30 more minutes of work in tomorrow. <laughs> and by work, do you mean video games? Stop. Well, by work yesterday, I mean trying to figure out. We're gonna hear from Luke Combs in about 40 minutes. Yes. And the way the interviews went this week, 
all were very different because they were done, you know, recorded via a bunch of different mediums, whether it was the telephone or some internet program like Zoom or whatever it may be. And TC got the chance to talk to Luke Combs, and Luke Combs' microphone might as well have been on at Mount Spokane, and he was in Nashville. What are you talking about? So I spent a lot of time yesterday oh, really? trying to figure out how to make it sound like Luke Combs was part of the conversation. And that was weird. They were like on, on the video call where it just uh, – TC said he was great, like he was a fun he, interview, but just didn't sound good, huh? We have got an unbelievably great Luke Combs story coming up in about 40 minutes. Oh, but, yes. But I'm telling you, I felt so bad for TC because I was like, there's nothing you can do about this, man. There's like nothing. It's just – it's on his end, and his microphone is nothing. And and my daughter probably learned a little bit of the actual alphabet yesterday and might oh, have learned some no. stuff from Ooh. me just in frustration that hopefully she doesn't say in the bathtub tonight. Oh, man. Well, that is really something. So we all have regrets as parents. I've never asked my mother if she thinks her decision of telling me that I couldn't buy that Mustang that I wanted the story I've told on this radio show many times where I wanted this 1969 Mach 1 Mustang. It was the most beautiful car of all time. It had been in the Autobot Speed Show. It was in Reardon. It was for sale. The guy was going through a divorce. He was in rough times. He just wanted to get rid of it. He was making a steal of a deal on it. It was like $4,500. I guarantee you that car right now is worth like $75,000. And Dogecoin. Right. It's like Dogecoin. Yes. Thank you, Slim. Thank you for making it relatable to the kids. Thank you. And well, to me, <laughs> thank you for making it relatable. That was just for me, Kev, because you know I know nothing about cars. You asked, what do you think about when you hear Mustang? You want to know the very first thing I thought of? What's Billy, that? Billy Jack. Billy, is there a Mustang in Billy Jack? Well, there's just Mustangs. There's actual horses all over the place. Oh, yeah, And so that's man. always when someone says Mustang because I'm truly not interested in cars. Like, I, they don't. Yeah, I, I'm not uninterested in cars. I'm just not a car guy. Yeah. I'm jealous of my buddies who are because I think it's really cool that they talk about it and they bond about it and it seems awesome. It just doesn't work for me. So when I hear Mustang, I actually think about horses. Huh? Okay, well that's you know that's on the part of the car is the horse, yeah. so it makes sense that you think about them. I imagine they're awesome cars because the guys I like who like cars, you, Warren. A couple of my buddies really like Mustangs, so I, I assume they are awesome cars. They really are. And, I mean, here, here's the deal. They've continued all these years, and I think that's another thing that makes them great. So many of the cars went away or then came back, but the Mustang has held true. It went through some rough stages with some ugly stages, but it's it's still there. But I've always wondered if my mom, looking back, honestly, was be like, you know, Kev, I should have let you buy that car because it was like $4,500. I had like 2500 It was right before the start of summer. I would easily make, you know, $5,000 in the summer working on the farm, and I could have paid her back. But, My, oh, our no. Our buddy Miles, Farmer Miles, had a Mustang, correct? No. What Don't, was his? He, oh, his he had was a Camaro. Camaro. Okay. Again, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not, try, I'm not okay. trying to be – I'm just no, try, okay. I'm trying to get the look of it down, like what it looks like in my and, head. And, and that's fair, Slim, but that is like the ultimate rival of the Mustang. Yeah, that's fair. Sorry, Kevin. Like, I tried to get mad at you for a second, then I realized you didn't know any no, better. No, that yeah, that was genuine, Kevin. That yeah. wasn't. I wasn't trying to be in your it face. Wasn't. It was just you genuine. Just saw I'm trying a cool to think car. if I've been inside of a Mustang before. Like if if I have ridden in a Mustang, I don't think I have. But that would have been. I don't think I have, KJ. Thanks for having one. 
and looking back, I also now look at something that happened early on in my life after I had my Mustang all through high school and all that stuff and then got out and I had it in college and then, you know, it was time to have kids and all that and I ended up trading my Mustang, my 67 Mustang, a beautiful car that I put so much work into. I traded it for a Chevy S10 Blazer because that was a more practical vehicle for a family. <laughs> So stupid. So, so stupid. I could have just bought another car. I mean, you just look back now and you go, that was the beginning of me making mistakes. Which is why your mom allowing you to buy it or not really wouldn't matter at it that point. Because I you honestly sold think that the too. other one, no, I think the other one was so special that I would have known I had to keep it forever. Right? Well. <laughs> what do you think? I'm going to agree with you just to make you feel better. It's Friday. I don't want you to be mad. Here's the thing, Jay. Mine started as a project car, and Mm -hmm. I had to put all the work into it and make it. So it was done in a Kevin James project fashion. I understand that, yes. So it had some issues. Kind of glad I didn't ride in that one. No, no. Well, actually, I can't say no offense because that truly was just pure offense. Yeah, yeah. But also happy for my safety. There are some people who rode in that car who had one heck of a time. I can. <laughs> that that car was like the Beach Boys song. We always take my car because it's never been beat, and it's never missed yet with the girls we meet. I get around. Beach Boys. I mean, I Speak. love it. I love the reference a lot. <laughs> We've been a big Beach Boys family lately in this house. I I think I've heard Barbara Ann about four thousand times. So say what. I, I, that's all we listen to in our house right now. It's my daughter's favorite song is Barbara Ann. But I will gladly super catchy. <laughs> I will gladly get around to the the song you just sang today. It's called we'll see, I get around. I will round, see round, can, get around. I get around. Get around. I get around. Yeah, we always take my car because it's never been beat. And it's never missed yet with the girls we meet. It goes like that. How are you guys listening? Honestly, the Beach Boys, that's also great entertainment for a young child. How would they not like this? I mean, it's danceable music, right, for a one-year-old? My daughter will come out, I promise you. In fact, today, I'll try to bring her upstairs at some point, and you will just hear her in the background going, Bob, 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 Bob. Really? Just begging for Barbara Ann. Begging. That's great. Bop, bop, bop. Okay, <laughs> let's do it again. Let's do it again. So anyways, Kev, I'm sorry. Beach Boys, what? you, you, you rattled so, my brains because... How did you get onto the Beach Boys with your daughter, though? That is one of the greatest things I've ever heard of. I now want to introduce my granddaughter to it today. So bad. I, I, Kev, play Barbara Ann and see what she does. Like, see what her reaction is. I don't know. It came up on some kind of shuffle, a kid's shuffle or something like that, when you're just desperately trying to get your kid to not cry and so you play yeah. music to distract distract them and that song came up and it was like that's great ding, light bulb above the head she's she just was so into it so that's we awesome. are all in on on the the beach boys right now yeah the beach boys are ear candy yeah yes 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 very much so wow well thank you for that tip. i mean i don't know how closely you want to listen to the lyrics no but <laughs> it's fine 
She's just still working on. They were they were like the fifties, man. They were like that line. The next line in that car is like, "Well, the bad guys know us, and they leave us alone." The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Guys, it's a Friday. Friday. Ah. Kevin James. That was pretty good. Guys, that was pretty good. Maybe save that one. The Jay and Kevin Show on the Big Ninety Nine Nine. Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. All right, Kevin. Good morning, guys. I've been dating this guy for a few months, and he seems pretty great, but I keep getting a weird feeling that he's hiding something. Admittedly, this might just be a me thing, as I've had some bad relationships that leave me feeling this way. Just as I was working through it and shaking that feeling, I go into his bathroom the other night, and I was looking for a Q-tip, so I looked through his cupboards and found makeup, two wigs, and a pair of heels. Big ones, like his size. And I haven't brought it up to him, but what the heck? I'm trying to think through, you know, before I bring it up, is there a simple explanation or was my gut feeling of him hiding something right? How do I bring this up or do I just assume the worst and move on? I'm still in shock and trying to figure out my next move. Uh, 4348623 is the Hazard Fabworks text line. You can call 4410999 or the Facebook page is always open for your comments. That's Jay and Kevin's show. The Do- first thing I'll say to her is if you ask him, Mm-hmm. And he gives you an answer. Are you going to believe it anyways? Uh, I would say in that situation, most people believe the answer that they already have in their head. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. So if that's like if she's already thinking, oh, man, this guy's doing something weird. And then he says, oh, no, exactly what I would say, because I've done it. Oh, I, I, I dressed up for Halloween. My okay. question is, how do you keep wigs and makeup and heels in the same cabinet as the Q-tips? Well, I don't know that she found the Q-tips there. That's the other thing. A lot of people are saying on Facebook, um, you weren't looking for Q-tips. You were snooping. <laughs> well, yes, of course. And I, I don't argue with that at all. I do think that I mean, there was like some, yeah, I feel like there was, was definitely some snooping going on there, right? Like, oh, let me check this cupboard over here. This is probably where the Q-tips are, hidden behind the towels. <laughs> nope, just a wig and... <laughs> Makeup and uh, some heels. Yeah. So, do you have any way to? I mean, obviously, no, I'm you not could... going to touch this. If you gave me a 1,000 foot pole, <laughs> I would just assume burn it. <laughs> I'm not touching this one. My life depended on it. But what I would do is put the stuff on and walk out with it. <laughs> Okay, that, that, okay, that's, that's a great say. way to break that's the, the ice, I, though. I, look, I'm not, I'm not stepping into this pile. I'm not dumb. So I will just say as my tip to this person, I would go in, continue to snoop, and just come out with a full outfit of his stuff. I mean, wearing <laughs> the heels would be amazing because you're like, man, these things are huge. They don't even fit me. It would be pretty fun. Then the conversation, you could just get into it right then and there. Then you'd know where to go from there. When was your mom over? Say, your last girlfriend had gigantic feet. Yeah, right. Uh, Bree says, I have multiple exes this has been the case with. Multiple exes 
that have had makeup, two wigs, and a pair of heels in their size in the they, bathroom? Uh, they dressed as women. Oh, I see. I mean, I did not think that was really that common of a thing, but apparently it can be. Uh, most folks are, are telling her, you know what, here's the deal. You just have to bring it up. If you're even interested in the guy, just bring it up. See what he says. Uh, if you can believe the answer, move on. If you don't like the answer, move on. Yeah, Either move on yeah. in dating him or move on and don't dress him. Now, I will say this, and I need to make sure I start doing this. There, Wigs are underappreciated in general. And I feel like I've had wigs for outfits during the course of my life, and I've lost them all. I need to get a tote of wigs because wigs are so stinking fun. No matter what, I don't care if you're four years old or 400 years old. Putting a wig on is hilarious to people. And I do such a bad job collecting them and keeping them. They just get lost or someone borrows it. Or if you go to a party with the wig on, inevitably everyone wants to try it on. So it gets passed around. It has lice. You burn it. I need a situation where I just have a ton of wigs. Do you guys have a wig collection? Oh, man, I used to, Slim. Oh, I, so good. One of my favorite things, dude. I, I, I love wigs so much. Yes. And I'm not going to tell you. I mean, I mean, that's why this. I don't want to judge this guy at all because I love wigs. Yeah. And I'm like, I used to have a big old like Rubbermaid tote full of Halloween costumes and wigs. Yeah. You guys know I brought it to the station one time. Remember yeah, yes. we yeah. all dressed so up fun. with the Friday crew? Right. That was great. So fun. Yeah. How great were those wigs? Now, unfortunately, when I got a divorce, it was one of the things that I was like, oh, you can have them because, you know, Kathy really liked the Halloween costume stuff. And I was like, ah, oh, you just take them. And. She had more space than I did at the time, and I was just like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure I could get them back from her, but that's not really what I need to do. But, yeah, I miss – so I have no wigs right now. Yeah, it's just one of those things I need to I need to tell myself right now. I'll say it out loud right now so that maybe it will register next year when, when one of the spirit stores opens up. Get one wig a year. Get one wig a year. At some point, my daughter is going to be old enough to really just think that's the funniest thing in the world, to have a tote of wigs. And they're just great to have. They're and just also, awesome. Also kind of fun, and I know that it become more common for like women just to wear them out, right? Like if your wife wants her hair different one night, she can just put on a wig. Like that's a thing people do now, right? I don't, I, you know, I wish I could say I'd been out in the last year. <laughs> <laughs> The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. I don't know a whole lot, but I know work law. And in work law, I believe that Kevin did so much work yesterday, it actually gets you out of a day of Free work. pass. Kevin James. Yeah, you try. You should get life comp days. When you do stuff really, really good, you get a comp day from your work life. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Big week of interviews for the ACM week. The ACMs are coming up on Sunday, Sunday night. Um, and we had a what? A, it was a great week. Did you guys enjoy the week of interviews this week? Great week. I, yeah, it was really fun. KJ, your favorite person we talked to this week was man. Okay, and I'm going to get him a little confused. I think because we talked to some people last week. Too was Lee Bryce this week or last week? Last Lee week. Bryce was this week. Yeah. Last week? Yeah. Either way, I'm going to vote Lee Bryce. Okay. Lee Bryce is great. Lee, and Lee Bryce was real, real funny. I, I enjoy everything about that man. He taught us, uh, well, he told us that hunting out of a boat is fantastic. 
So that was great. That Jay, was. who is your favorite? Who is your favorite? Um, wow, that's a really tough one because I have two in mind that popped up right away. I thought Kelsey Ballerini was great. I loved her Kenny Chesney story about the new song. But Shay Mooney makes me laugh like he makes um, Darius Rucker laugh. So he's just funny. I mean, and he's got a funny laugh, too. So I'm going to say Dan and Shay for that one. Okay. Now, I will tell you, and I know this was – I'm audible in on your guys' faces right here because mm. I have audio from them that we can hear later in the show. But all of a sudden yesterday, I got a wrench thrown into this system after the show when TC tells me, oh, by the way, I did an interview with Luke Combs. I said, excuse me? <laughs> And he goes, he had a great story. And I said, excuse me? He did have a great story. He has a story about a place we really enjoy called The Gorge. Okay? And Luke Combs going to The Gorge. So this was from TC's. This is TC talking to Luke Combs on, on his show the other day in the afternoon. I, I enjoy this. Here's Luke Combs. The buzz you created a little bit uh, at The Gorge. You remember this when you kind of snuck in to watch Eric Church? Remember yeah. that? And yeah, I almost broke my ankle that first night. That was nice. Really? What happened? All right, so this is exclusive. You're getting the exclusive on this. I love exclusives. Let me set up for this. Untold exclusive. Okay, first of all, TC is getting exclusives in the afternoon. That's big time. Yeah, untold. Untold Untold. Untold story from Luke Combs. I mean, now it's been told because he told it to TC yesterday or two days ago. Okay. So I get there. So, you know, it's a long way from an airport. Yeah. Hospital or anywhere. Anything. Yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I had... I had the weekend off, which at that time was a rare occurrence right? for a guy like myself, you know, and uh, I actually still haven't played the gorge myself and I had never been there. I'd heard about it a million times mm-hmm. um, and just somehow never managed to get out there for a show or, or a festival or anything. And so I had this weekend off and it was like, I had seen a few months out um, that Eric was playing out there. And so his, uh, his stage manager, uh, was actually my stage manager for um, a while when okay. he, he had like taken a year off. And so his stage manager worked for me in that year off because we had never had a stage manager. So he kind of showed us how to do everything as we were growing and, and stuff. So okay, I reached for, out to him and said, Hey, what do you think about? First of all, I want to get this out there. That's a nice stage manager <laughs> to yeah, have Eric Church's current stage manager. One of the biggest names in, especially in touring, Go, hey, I'm willing to show you the ropes, Luke Combs, yeah, that's on awesome. all of this stuff. That, that's okay? incredible. So the connection is nice. He's going to get backstage with Eric Church at the Gorge. I reached out to him and said, hey, what do you think about this? You know, me coming out and, and hanging and stuff. And he's like, man, I, he's like, I think that'd be awesome, man. I, I'll ask. And, and so we got the go-ahead. So flew out there with uh, with my wife and, and uh, my buddy Harp and, Hung out for a couple of days, and within the first hour of being there, yeah. it was like, "Have you been backstage at the at the gorge?" Back uh, not completely backstage. I've been back there a little bit, but not all the way back. But I, I've seen it before. Yeah, there's a golf tee. Okay, you know, yeah, but you can hit into the gorge, right? It, they have these biodegradable golf balls that you can right. hit in the gorge. Okay, that is awesome. Of course, what they're... the heck? So backstage, behind the gorge, behind the stage, they have got a golf tee where you hit biodegradable balls into the gorge. That has to be one of the most fun things you can do in the state of Washington. Luke Combs goes on about his golf experience. And so I went up there, and the set, like, there was grass. Obviously, it was raised about a foot. Right. You know? 
So there was a, a hole in the grass, but it had been mowed. They had mowed it. So it was like, it was all just level. Like the Okay. Grass. Oh, no. But, but you couldn't hole. see the hole. It was like a divot. Then. Oh, and I was wearing flip-flops. So oh, man. Got, I just got there like an hour of getting there. Showed it doesn't start for a couple hours so at this point. Right. So I'm talking to my buddy. I'm looking at him. And I go to step off, like well, I'm looking at him, and I'm not looking where I'm stepping. Right. You know I mean, because the grass. Because you're not expecting a hole. Yeah. Right. It looks easy. It's just grass. Right. right. And man, I stepped right in that in that hole, and it was like I've never broken a bone in my life. By the way. Me neither. Knock, Knock on wood. Right. Yeah. Um, but it made the loudest. Sound like a shotgun went off. <laughs> like my ankle stepped on the, in this hole. Oh man. I was like down, like sack of potatoes down. And then they had to have like the paramedics had to come over and like they were like, Are we gonna take you to the hospital? kind of thing. And then the guy, like, of all things that you can say to someone, oh no. It's like we get down, he's like, Man, he's like, You'd have been better off breaking it because at least then I could have gave you something for it okay first of all that's the worst thing i think we've yeah. all heard of uh, that happened to you personally or someone around you that is the worst thing when you have an injury that that the that the person who's who's taking care of your injury can say to you yeah that's terrible so currently luke combs is lying on the ground behind the gorge he's oh, just there geez. to try to watch an eric church show uh, behind uh, you know on his day off his weekend off and he's lying on the ground paramedics around him causing a bit of a stir behind behind the scenes now with a swollen ankle so what'd you do to it what was the extent of the injury oh it was like a it was like a pretty high grade (sighs) sprain ankle sprain so i had to like wear a boot essentially like limp around backstage at the gorge for like two days man i had a show july 4th which was like a week later weekend after i think right yeah yeah and i just like it was like if it would have been a day sooner, I wouldn't have been able to get my foot like in the boot. Like my ankle was like that. It was like a grapefruit, you know. So how'd you do with that show? I mean, did you just like you, the adrenaline right. takes a pain away just for ninety drank. minutes, two hours? Oh, you drained it. And, <laughs> and, and just watch the show. You know, it was great. You know, it was great. There you go. Luke Coves almost broke his ankle at the gorge and drank through the pain so that he could watch Kevin, your guy, Eric Church. Yeah, that that was a cool deal. And there was all those, you know, rumblings about Luke Combs is here. Somebody saw Luke Combs. Luke Combs is on the side of the stage. And it was like the big rumblings at that show. And it was super cool. We're like, what? But how funny? Well, not funny, but it would have been a much different story had it been Luke Combs is here, broke his ankle, helicopter comes in, gets him, takes him out. What a bummer, man. I could that. I stepped in a hole before, not that severe, but I could definitely see how that would happen. And, I mean, who oh. comes the big fella? Yeah, once you get going, too, forget about it. And top five worst places in the world to sprain your ankle. Yeah, the, gorge. the gorge. That is all I could think about because oh he's talking about how far it is to get to any kind of yeah, hospital I, or anything. It's a ways. What word do you there. think he said when he sprained his ankle? <laughs> 